You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Today, we're sharing our fall reading roundup. Like always, we'll share what we've been reading lately and what we're currently reading. Plus, we'll talk about our reading habits lately and the books our kids are into. So we'll get into all things books and reading in a minute. But first, what's been happening around your neighborhood? I was just telling you, I have bags under my eyes. It's a busy week over here. I just got back from a trip to Nashville to visit my brothers and their families, um, which was great. It was a solo trip. It was lovely fall weather and scenery and family time. And so it was perfect. But I got in late last night. We're making it happen today that I have some friends coming to visit from Minnesota for a few days. And then at the end of the weekend, we're going camping for Vanessa's birthday. Wow. So it's like boom, boom, boom. I I told you, I think I need like a two hour date with my planner to just like get a game plan. I tried to be very prepared, which I feel like I was before I left. I've been very organized lately, which is not like me. So it was nice to come home to that. But I do feel like it's like, okay, I was getting ready to go and get me to that point. And now I need to be like, okay, right. It's game time. Let's get this. What's happening? Yeah. So me and my planner have a date after we record this. I love that. Um, Yeah. That's what's going on. How about you? I think I need one of those too. Yeah. For for me, it is similar. The first Mm -hmm. day of school for the boys after our two week fall break. Mm -hmm. So we had a good fall break. It was full. It really wasn't very relaxing. Never is. As it often is not for parents. So I'm feeling very glad to be back into routine and to just have some some pretty normal weeks ahead of us and very thankful to be working in a quiet house today. Yes. As part of our fall break, we traveled to Austin to visit my family for a week of the mm-hmm. break. And particularly notable for that trip was how easy we noticed it is to fly with the kids yeah. now. Yeah. And I am just celebrating that, especially yeah. at Maeve's age, a two-year-old. She's yeah. just a great little traveler. If, if the flight is, you know, under three hours, yeah. then yeah. I think like she can hang in there and we can pull out all the mm-hmm. activities and do and some she's like old time. enough for those activities. I feel like yes. 18 months to That's two years. So hard worst because they don't even they can't even like watch a movie. Yes, yeah, exactly. So just celebrating that and it makes me hopeful for hopeful and excited for future family travel and like longer family travel in the not too distant future. So that feels good. So I love starting our reading roundups, checking in on our reading habits because they ebb and flow throughout Mm -hmm. the year as we've reflected on. So how is this fall finding your reading life so far? Well, it is definitely picked up a notch, okay. and I'm very happy for that. Mm-hmm. This is my best reading quarter of the year oh, lately. Nice. Um, I feel like that's always the case. Fall mm-hmm. feels like New Year's to me. I mean, yeah. we talked about this. I have a new energy for creative things, for home things, for reading, for like getting cozy. I don't know. So reading just fits into that whole vibe that kicks in when the weather starts to cool down. So I've been reading tons. Um, my to be read list is crazy long and I can't wait to read so many of them. I'm very into cozy and or spooky and or atmospheric right now, you know, dark academia, something like that. So I've been reading every night before bed again, which is a benchmark for Mm -hmm. me. That's where I know my reading game is strong. Um, choosing reading over other things regularly, Mm -hmm. which is a big one. And so it's just, I'm in a place I like to be. I love it. And on a big kick with reading. How about you? Oh, that sounds so good. 
I am in a pretty good groove. I think my reading life is not as healthy and as on point as yours is. I did feel like my reading life was a little bit jumbled, maybe like over the past month, because I had to put one book on hold to read a family book club book Uh, to like uh fit that in. Right. And that book was The Catcher in the Rye, which is a reread for me. And I found it enjoyable for about the first quarter of the book, but then I didn't find myself as engaged, but Mm -hmm. I wanted to read more for Family Mm -hmm. Book Club. And so anytime I'm reading a book and not just loving it, like can't wait to read it, it just kind of throws everything off. And I think, I can't remember now what I was listening to, but I think I kind of felt similarly about whatever I was listening to, where it was like, "Eh, I like it okay, but I'm not just loving it. But I have made it past those books. Okay, pause. Sorry. For listeners that may not have heard this before, yes. you don't mean family book club with your kids. Oh, yes. Who's in your family book club? That's right. Just share My, since this is a reading episode. That's a great clarification. <laughs> my family book club is with all of the women on my mom's side of the family. Right. So it's me, my mom, my sister, and my aunt and my cousin. That's so And cute. so we meet every other month virtually since we're in three different states. Uh-huh. And yeah, it's just been that's so perfect. lovely. I was just picturing listeners being like, excuse me. Reading Catcher in the Rye with your seven-year-old. I'm turning this episode off immediately. (laughs) We're very advanced. (laughs) Yes. So anyway, but so I am getting back into a better reading groove and that feels really good. Um, I think especially with fall break recently, I just haven't had the time to sit and like tend to my reading queue and my Mm -hmm. library holds. That's a big deal. Like we've talked about, that's really important. You're like a healthy reading life, (laughs) healthy, active reading life. You, it really does take some management. Mm -hmm. So anyway, and especially heading into the season, like you said, I like to be really intentional with what I'm reading. The the vibe. Yes, exactly. So I just need to kind of get in there and make sure things are aligned and that I have Mm -hmm. the right things. You know, I'm just like holds are coming up and I'm like, no, I'm not in the mood for that. So I know it needs some tending too. I get it. Okay. So tell me what books you've finished and loved recently and also what you're currently reading. Okay. I finished a ton. Let me just say this overall. I've been on a big witchy kick. Nice. So I'm going to quickly mention these, but not go into detail. Okay. These are some witchy books I've read lately. The Near Witch by Victoria Schwab, who's the author of The Secret Life of Addie LaRue that I, or Invisible Life of Addie LaRue that I loved. And that's kind of a short read. It was, I'm in like this Salem witch period. So that I read that and I liked it good. You know, it was a, it was a good one. I loved Magic Lessons by Alice Hoffman. Oh yeah. It's the prequel to Practical Magic, which they made into a movie. It is, it's just lovely. And then I'm currently reading The Hour of the Witch, which is a a story of a woman trying to leave her abusive husband. And Mm. then all of a sudden she's finding herself under suspicion for being a witch oh wow so but it's really really well done i don't know i'm so i'm in the witchy mood yeah i love Um, it i did also just finish the maid by nita prose for Mm -hmm. book club which i couldn't make it to that one but i did finish it and it's kind of a murder mystery with a real quirky narrator which i found very satisfying but the two that i really want to talk about Sorry, I'm making this. We we were talking about how these episodes always end up long (laughs) because we have lots to say. So the two I'm going to go into in detail are I just finished listening to Fairy Tale by Stephen King. Oh, Chris just just listened to that. Mm -hmm. It's his newest one. I have never read a Stephen King book before because I'm scared. Yes. But I read the premise of this one and was like, I feel like I could do it. Uh I'm going to give this one a whirl. So I listened to it. Um, I'm going to just read you the little... It's hard to explain without just reading the um, premise, so I'm going to go for it. 
King's Storytelling in Fairy Tale Soars. This is a magnificent and terrifying tale in which good is pitted against overwhelming evil and a heroic boy and his dog must lead the battle. It is not horror. I would not call it horror at all. Um, and I really loved, this is what drew me in, I guess like early in the pandemic, because this is kind of different than a lot of his writing, but early in the pandemic, King asked himself, what could you write that would make you happy? And then he said, as if my imagination had been waiting for the question to be asked, I saw a vast deserted city, deserted but alive. I saw the empty streets, the haunted buildings, a gargoyle head lying overturned in the street. I saw smashed statues of what I didn't know, but I eventually found out. I saw a huge sprawling palace with glass towers so high their tips pierced the clouds. Those images released the story I wanted to tell. Mm. And I just thought it was really cool. And I will say... He is an amazing storyteller, mm-hmm. like so compelling. And it made me want to keep listening. It was like a 24 hour wow, long. Wow, that is long. Audiobook, but it was really well done. And like his just, you just want more yeah. all the time. So I, it didn't feel like too long. And now I really kind of want to dig into his other Ooh. peripheral, maybe not so horror yeah. Have things. Have you read his book about the Kennedy assassination? I have not, but okay. that's been on my list so for a long time. I think so. that, that's the only one of his that I've read yeah. and you can handle it. Yeah. And it is so intriguing. He's just such a great underrated author, I think, like mm-hmm. in terms of like a serious literary right. author, you yes. know, it's so good. The other one I listened to and that I begged Jeremiah to listen to because I knew he would love it and he ended up loving it too is Project Hail Mary by Andy Weir. Oh, yeah. And he is the author of The Martian Mm -hmm. with the movie with Matt Damon. I listened on audio and I will say it was truly one of the best audiobooks that I've ever read. Like what the most well done. Holy cow. So it's up there with Trevor Noah's. Oh, my gosh. um, I can't wait to read this. So, so good. So well done. Jeremiah loved it too. And I have, this is not usually my genre. I'm not usually a sci-fi person, but it was so good. Funny, heartwarming, Mm. mysterious. Um, Even the science parts were written with like a funny, like a sense of humor Mm. and a cadence that like kept you interested, even if you weren't quite sure what he was talking about. Um, The premise is that Ryland Grace, who's actually a middle school science teacher, is the sole survivor on a desperate last chance mission. And if he fails, humanity and the earth itself will perish, except that right now he doesn't know that he can't even remember his own name, (gasps) let alone the nature of his assignment or how to complete it. Oh, my God. All he knows is he's been asleep for a very long time and he wakes up in space miles from home. Oh, my gosh. And his compatriots are dead. Oh, my God. It is so and the way the story unfolds who he meets along the way. It is just, it's incredible. Wow. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to read this. So those are my two big recommendations. Okay. So I have two to share that I finished recently and loved. The first is Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin. So I loved this book. Mm. I went into it knowing nothing. Mm -hmm. My favorite way to read Mm -hmm. a book. And especially when I end up loving the book, that's Mm -hmm. just such an enjoyable experience. And I read this over fall break during which, like I mentioned, I did not have a lot of time to myself. And so it just felt so good to have this book that I was loving to escape into at the end of the day. So this book tells the story of the relationships between Sam, Sadie, and Marks. Sam and Sadie meet when they're kids, but lose touch and then run into each other during college. And Marks is Sam's college roommate. And together they make a trio who go on to create a gaming company in the early 2000s. And they create wildly successful video games that end up shaping the entire video game industry. So that's the general premise. Uh I loved so many things about this book, and I'm just going to list them out. 
I love how it took place over decades. Mm -hmm. And so I felt that I really got to know the characters. I just love that where Mm -hmm. it never felt slow or dragging, but it just layers on relationships and experiences. I love, especially in books when you notice that they can reference inside jokes yeah, like little jokes yeah. that they made years ago yeah. and it just makes you feel like oh yeah like I know I've, that person yeah like I've been with them on mm-hmm. this journey so it was a book that felt like that I noticed and loved that even supporting characters were given personality and details so that I cared about them yeah like a sister or a brother or a coworker mm-hmm. or something where it's almost like the light was shown enough on mm-hmm. them so that they were complete, mm-hmm. not just, you know, like a side character. Right. Do I need to remember this person or not? Yeah. yeah. So I really, really liked that. I loved learning a little bit about the world of gaming, which yeah. I know absolutely nothing about, yeah. but I loved that they brought in just like reflections of culture at the time. Um, a lot about women's role in that mm. because the, the main like designer and animator is a woman. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so it was just really interesting. And the fact that I don't know anything about that and I'm not that interested, but the fact she made me interested right. just is always the mark right. of a great writer. It was great writing. There was great vocabulary. I had to look up so many words. Oh, that's always good. But I also didn't feel like she was showing off. Like over the top. Exactly. So I loved that. I loved the pacing of the story, how the timeline and details were revealed. It was just really nice. There were some glimpses backwards, but it just, I don't know, it just always was, always made sense. Mm -hmm. Like I never felt Mm -hmm. out of place in the book. And finally, there's a love story in the book that I truly cared about but it wasn't romantic, but it still felt really real. Oh, and okay. I just hadn't read, I don't think, another love story kind of like that yeah. in a way. Like a friendship kind a of a love story. very realistic. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I would highly recommend it. Love that. The other book I want to share is called Catastrophic Happiness, Finding Joy in Childhood's Messy Years by Catherine Newman. Do tell. (laughs) Yes. She's a writer that I love. This book is a collection of essays reflecting on life with young kids Mm. from toddlers to young elementary school. And this is just one of those books that found me at just the right time and had just the right things to say to me. Yeah. She just does such a good job capturing how hard, sweet, ridiculous, and demanding yeah. being a mom to tiny humans is. Yeah. And she's she's definitely writing it once her two children are older. So also with this view that she's like, I can assure you it's going to get better. Yeah. And it's yeah. going to get better and easier, faster than you think it is. Uh. And so kind of with that both like so appreciate it while you have it but but also not telling you like oh just appreciate it exactly she's like no I'm gonna tell you exactly how hard this is Mm -hmm. and just like messy and ridiculous so I just I love her I loved her tone in this so I would just definitely recommend this to anyone who is living with a toddler (laughs) but I also think if your kids are no longer toddlers and you want to relive some of the sweetness of that time while also appreciating that you've passed the hard parts yeah like look at it through a different lens and kind of have that nostalgia Mm -hmm. but also be like and you know I might I recommend it when you're also entering the tween years (laughs) exactly maybe so to remember just how cute and sweet they (laughs) used to be (laughs) and maybe like some of that same patience and like love yeah yeah, like the development <laughs> that's happening again. Yes, yes, okay, exactly. I love that. Yeah, so that was a great one. Two books that I'm currently reading that I will share. I am listening to Wish You Were Here by Jody Picot, mm-hmm. which her name is spelled Picult, and I've heard many people say it that way, but the audiobook pronounced it Picot. Okay, so good I'm to gonna know. I'm going to go with that. Good to know. 
So this book follows Diana O'Toole, whose life is perfectly on track with a career at Sotheby's and soon-to-be fiancé, except that it's March of 2020, and we all know how that goes. So I will say I tried a couple of books by this author before and didn't love them. Uh They felt a bit formulaic to me, kind of like forced emotional trauma, whatnot. Mm. Um, But this book is definitely a departure from that writing style, and I'm really enjoying it. So I will say if you have not enjoyed this author before or even if you did enjoy her before this is kind of different different. yeah so it is worth giving a try and anyway it's interesting and perhaps a bit cathartic to read a book that follows the pandemic as it descended in the world just from reading it from now since we're not living Mm -hmm. in that particular like anxiety we have no idea what's going to happen right type of time so anyway so it's just interesting okay the other book I am reading on Kindle is called Behind the Scenes at the Museum by Kate Atkinson. Have you read this by her? Because she wrote uh, Life no, After Life. I have not, but I have a bunch of hers on my to-be-read list, okay. I feel like. Yeah, I've had this on my list for a long time. One of my favorite books is Life After Life by this author, and this is another of her notable books. So this book, it just has such a different voice and narrator The story and narration begin at the moment of conception. Oh. I think the first line is, I exist, with an exclamation point. Oh, And it just, like, goes (laughs) from there. And so the first few chapters are from the point of view of an embryo and then a fetus. I just have never read a book like that before. And so the tone, at least during that time, is so interesting, like, in this naive observation way yeah like like I don't know what any of this is and like observing her mother who you can tell has more children than she ever wanted to is not in a great marriage but just in this like objective way where so like her unborn child is seeing things this way and you as the reader are like okay I see what's going on here yeah anyway it's very interesting and so it just is so far going to be the story of this Um, child who was born and the family they are born into and just kind of all the family relationships and stuff and I forget exactly when it's happening but it's not present day it's a while ago maybe like before or after one of the wars okay maybe after hmm, I'm not even gonna I can't remember (laughs) this was the one I had to this is the one I had to put on hold for a little bit okay and so I'm just now getting back into it Okay, let's talk about kids and reading. So what are your kids' reading habits like lately, and what books have they been loving? Okay, I don't know if we were here in this space last time we recorded, but I don't think so. We have done recently a big Greek mythology unit with our oh, language fun. arts Oh, fine. My program. boys are so into Greek they mythology. Are, this is like the age yes. for it, I swear. So they are reading a ton. They are very into Percy Jackson yes. and all things Greek mythology. Julia is going to be Medusa for Halloween. Love it. And Vanessa decided to be Athena. Love and it. And so they are just, they have their little Greek goddess dresses <laughs> and they're, and there's all about it. So that's been very fun. They are working their way through the Percy Jackson series and mm-hmm. watching the, you know, at least the first two were made into movies and loving that. So that's super cool. Um, we did abandon listening to the Guardians of Gahul series oh, did you? Okay. with the owls. Yeah. Uh, we were just all bored. And okay. I don't know if it was the audio, but I like right. to listen to get them started at least with yeah. series like that on audio. That's what we did with Percy Jackson. And they just, we were all kind of like, eh. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if the voices were annoying or what it was, but right. we didn't love it. 
Um, I do have the Endling series queued up on audio mm. for us. Um, and that's like a fantasy animal situation. Okay. Um, by Catherine Applegate, who wrote The One and Only Ivan, all kinds of other things. Okay. She's one of our faves. So Wish Tree, she wrote that we read aloud and loved. Um, but individually, just recently got Julia into the Nathan Hale's Hazardous Tales mm. historical graphic novels. Nice. So it's like these like untold stories of different points in history. Ooh. And it's in a graphic novel like told from the spy's point of view. Nice. Like these are all the details I know oh, about. I wonder if we've she read any of those. That. I think my boys would be into that. Yeah. And then Vanessa really enjoyed Willow Dean, which is a fairly new one from Catherine Applegate mm. and is kind of a fantasy situation okay Catherine Applegate's great anything by her is great okay great so my boys have been reading a ton they are currently both 100% into only graphic novels yeah so and that's awesome I love them reading anything Mm -hmm. and it's great because there are so many awesome graphic novels for kids don't resist I resisted too because I just I'm like I don't know if they're Mm -hmm. actually it's there's it's first of all it's a different thing than it was when we were kids yes it's not just comics and superheroes right. like literally any genre now is made into a graphic yes. novel and it's so good for them yes yeah. it's wonderful the only I just find the only challenge is they just go through those books yes. so much faster yes. and it kind of feels harder for me I guess I didn't read graphic novels as a kid and I'm not as familiar with just kind of all of those the content that's available mm-hmm. and so I just find it harder almost to manage yeah you know because they go through them faster yeah. and I'm like well have you read this series this series mm-hmm. anyway and sometimes they're very specific too where it's like well I want it to be about a monster but then it also has to have regular people in it and it's like well I I don't know what that is I don't know how to request that from the library right, right. so anyway that's been the only challenge Some about research it. necessary yes but I just love it. They are both in their beds at night reading. Cedric will often be, as soon as he can wake up in the morning, we'll find him in his bed reading. And Mm. it's just wonderful. Mm -hmm. And on that note, I also wanted to share a wonderful parenting experience from last week. I took the boys out for a cozy reading date. Maeve was at daycare. So we all brought our books to a coffee shop. They got hot chocolates. I got coffee. And we all sat in red quietly there's nothing like it for almost an hour Isn't it amazing that was amazing that yeah that was amazing oh, so, so fun. i'm very excited to have more of those in my future so i will just mention three um series that i can remember that they have read lately like i said it's hard to keep track of everything mm-hmm. percy jackson is mm-hmm. one of them and those have been made into graphic novels mm-hmm. so that's great um cedric has loved the heroes in training graphic novels mm-hmm. and those are also about greek gods and goddesses oh, I need and, to get and those all going. of the gods are like 10 years old oh fun. you know like so, them as 10 year olds yes exactly oh, that's super fun so cedric really loved those And he's also been loving the bone graphic novels. Now, I was trying to look this up to understand what this is. From what I can tell, it's very weird. The three bone characters are actually bones. Yes. And their last name is Bone. Yeah. Okay. I just, this is what I I honestly was looking on Wikipedia and it really (laughs) didn't say. And the cartoon is like, I guess that's a bone. It's very strange. It looks like ghosty. Yeah. I was like, Mm -hmm. I think it's a ghost. But then I was like, I think maybe it's a bone. I don't know. It's a ghost bone. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, these characters get up to adventure, misadventure. The stories seem like funny with some fantasy and like a little bit of darkness. Yeah. A little spookiness. Yeah. But there's lots of them and Cedric Mm -hmm. loves them. Good. Um, Maeve is also super into books and like just getting to the 
stage where she can she has the attention span for like a simple storybook. Yeah. So we're getting a little bit past those just bored books uh-huh. with where there's no story, uh-huh. you know? And so like that is, you're getting into room on the broom territory. Yes. That's so yes, fun. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm just loving that. And just, oh, just remembering those as like particular, like golden sweet years mm-hmm. for the boys when I could just bring home an armload of storybooks from the library mm-hmm. and set them all up and stuff and so I'm so excited to experience that again with her um two in particular that she has really loved lately and they're fall themed um little blue trucks Halloween mm. I love the little blue truck series and this one is really cute and it has flaps to lift which Maeve oh, really likes always fun. Yeah. and I just noticed too last night at first when we first read the book, she just, all she wanted to do was lift the flap. And now she's waiting for me until it's Aww, time to lift cute. the flap. And so That's that so was good just for her literacy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was really cute. And I just like noticed that difference. I was like, oh, and then one that is new to me, I think it just came out this year is called Kit and Caboodle. This is so cute. It is about a little witch who's not very good at magic and her friendship with a little bat who has an injured wing. Oh, it's so cute and sweet. It has great illustrations. We got it from the library, but I think I'm going to add it. Yeah. to our permanent collection. I was just going to say, I think we have outgrown some that I might need to oh, dress some spooky. Some they, spooky wait, what some does she say? Pookie. pookie. I have some pookie books that might show up on your doorstep oh, for Maeve. They would, they would find a welcome home here. <laughs> that wraps up the reading roundup part of the show. So many good books. It's always so, I yeah. think we could go on and we on. We have more. We have more friends. <laughs> we have more, but we are going to leave it at that for today. <laughs> um, we will definitely be linking to all of these that we mentioned in the show notes. Okay, so let's move on to obsessions. What are you obsessed with lately okay two things one is the movie elvis oh i saw it i didn't even finish it yet i'm 20 minutes left because i finished it i was finishing on the plane and then we were landing oh my gosh (laughs) because the wi-fi kept cutting out so i was like go i still have 20 minutes i am like i'm going into a deep deep hole yes and i i'm like looking up like what was accurate what was kind of embellished but just I, it it's so well done and so artistic. It makes me want to buy like vinyl of Elvis. Like yeah. I'm just like, man, I just, you know, everybody knows of Elvis, but you know of him as this like Halloween costume and the mm. impersonators and all the kind of like, mm-hmm. or deified almost by the people that go to Graceland right. and whatever. But like I, it was really, they did a very good job of capturing his humanity, I mm-hmm. felt like. And it's just so compelling. And, and just the, the music times, is incredible. The, music the way is they amazing. mixed it with some modern music. Yes. Baz Luhrmann is amazing at that, always. Mm-hmm. It's just, ugh, I was so impressed with that. I was like, okay, what's all the rage? Is yeah. this really as good as everyone's saying? And it really, really is. So yeah. I'm excited. I'm literally going to set the girls up with something and finish my last 20 good minutes because it, so so good it is a journey it is it just is. it's so emotional but mm-hmm. you're so invested the entire time i saw i'm it in so the like movie kind theater. of in love with him now oh, as yeah. well oh yeah. wow did that guy do a sexy job of elvis oh my gosh he did but also have you gone back and just looked at actual photos of elvis yes i mean wow there was that a man was reason really handsome there was screaming women yes. all over the place is oh what I'm gosh. saying and he knew how to work it <laughs> he did. especially for the time period oh like, my gosh I can't kind of goes into that you know like how he was so controversial with like the suggestive movements oh, yeah. and stuff and giving yeah. girls just what they wanted and I was like <laughs> yes I might be screaming and grabbing oh in the front gosh. row I feel like I would faint <laughs> yeah I had 16 year old girl feelings watching this movie so I highly recommend but yeah set your kids up with something else and you go ahead yes. and enjoy Elvis um, and then the other thing is far less sexy 
but a very a very good mom obsession. So I just got a full circle bubble bubble up brush for dishes. What? I'm very into all <laughs> we things. We just took domestic. such a such we a, took a such sharp a sharp left. turn. I tried to warn okay. you. It was still okay. a sharp turn. A bubble up. I didn't know where we were Ooh. going. Ooh. I'm just still I've reflect from Elvis. Okay, so. It's like could not be more opposite. I wish you brought little, it. I know I should have actually. It's this little ceramic dish. Okay, and it has like a little plastic um, top to it okay. that is spring loaded. Okay, and you put just a tiny bit of soap, uh-huh. like dish soap, in there, and a little bit of water, and then it's got like a, you know, like the old fashioned like shaving brushes where yeah. you get the soap foamed up. It's mm-hmm. like that, but for dishes. Huh. So the the brush itself is replaceable, okay. easy to wash. It's no plastic. It's all like wood and yeah. ceramic. So it's kind of a cute little thing sitting on uh-huh. your um, sink. And it actually like goes such a long way. Like you use a very, very little bit of soap and get really good suds, which mm-hmm. I feel like is the only way to get hand wash dishes real good and clean, you know? Yeah. So I am, I'm digging it. It's It oh, was in one I of see. my YouTube okay. cleaning motivation videos and now, and I had to have it. And it was only like 10 bucks at cute. Target. Yeah. Oh, it looks really cute. It feels like it would look at home in your kitchen as well. I bet it would. Okay. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Elvis and your bubble up scrubber. Elvis and dishes. (laughs) I might do some dishes while I watch the last 20 minutes of Elvis. Okay. Well, I have a kitchen related obsession. Mine is our newish Rubbermaid glass containers for storing food. Okay. We've had these for a few months now, so I feel like I can give an honest review and say that I love them. Mm -hmm. Our food storage solution just really needed an update. Yeah. I mean, we'd had, it was one of those things where it just like, it atrophies over time. Yes, it totally does. (laughs) You know, one gets stained with spaghetti sauce. Exactly. Something's broken. One of the lids doesn't work anymore. One's been lost forever. So anyway, and it was just getting to the point where it was like, no, we literally don't have enough to to work. So we um, looked at several things and we ended up buying these. They nest, which is so great. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really like that. Even, you know, various sizes, I don't know, all nest together in a a very nice way. The tops lock down. So Mm -hmm. they're leak proof. I feel like I might have these same Yeah. They're great. I think they also come in plastic, okay, but we have, have all have we have the all glass the glass ones, ones too. So anyway, just feels really good to have that update done. Mm-hmm. It was one of those things that we use on a nearly daily basis, mm-hmm. and so when it's not functioning, yes. it just like annoys you. Every You're irritated single day. for at least five minutes every day. Yes, this is where I'm at right now in my whole house oh. is fixing those things that irritate me for at least five minutes every Love day. Love it. The stack of towels that falls down in the laundry right. room all the time. The you know cleaners that all fall down when you reach. Ooh in the cleaning closet to get Mm -hmm. one like that's where I'm at so Mm -hmm. I like that yep yeah we have plenty of those in my house but not this one anymore (laughs) (laughs) love it all right that wraps it up thank you so much for listening everyone just a reminder if you would like to support the show and get extra content from us you can join us on patreon just click the link in the show notes which are in your podcast player and on our website girlnextdoorpodcast.com Find us in between shows on Instagram, where Hi Girls Next Door, and you can also send us an email at HiGirlsNextDoor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Till next time, be neighborly. All right. <clears throat> yeah, I am. I've got some Elvis vinyl in my cart. Yeah. I'm going to get an Elvis Christmas album for darn sure. Oh, I love it. Even though he didn't want to make a Christmas special. That's true. But then he just wore tight leather and I'm here for that as well. <laughs> yeah.
All right, you ready for this? I'm ready for it. Okay, here we go.